This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. I, I'm doing some stuff because I'm, 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 I'm trying out these. We have new microphones. I don't know. No one's oh, yeah. going to be able yeah, to know. Yeah, brand new microphones. But uh, I, I'm trying them out. So like in my headphones, I'm trying different things with my voices. Voice is what I'm with my voice. With my voices. All the ones With in the my voices head. in my head, I'm trying. <laughs> Just to see what, you know, play around with it some. Yeah, that had kind of like a. Yeah, it had a little a different. nice resident. Different feel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there was a, a, a week that we. Uh, missed yes sadly sorry because of uh covid covid scare we're all fine but uh there was uh, it was a little dicey there for a second was yeah. it one week two weeks how long two weeks. just I, one week whew. well one week you missed yeah yeah, but, yeah. um yeah. we're all good everybody's good yeah everyone's just, good we're uh, all safe but it was definitely a scary we are we uh, for those who don't know live in the central valley of california which i do believe has the highest uh percentage of COVID cases in the world right now. What? Really? Yeah. For, I per, didn't know that. Per, I think it's per capita, yeah. Wow. So we were, you know, we had zero ICU beds for the last, you know, month or whatever. and So it's it's pretty bad here. That's weird you say that because the people around here have been telling me for, uh, I mean, almost a year now that uh, you don't need to wear a mask and you well, just do whatever you want. Very, it's just weird. We're, we're that, very smart here. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, we're all fine. We've been tested. Yeah, and, we're all good. Uh, everything's good, so we're back, and we are recording again, and we have a drinking whiskey, drinking whiskey, as full, is the full season. Bellies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's the we're solstice. in the Yule season. Yep, today's yeah. the solstice. Yeah. So we're celebrating. Correct. And uh, we'll be talking about some Aikido stuff. So. Yeah, we will eventually. We'll so we got um, we got a uh, multiple messages from listeners who were yeah, very kind. Yeah, thank you for all the well, well wishing. Yeah. They, they reached out to us and were very kind and yeah. making sure that we were okay. And yeah, so, Cause that's, so we that's, really appreciate it's, I that. I mean, it is what's happening now. I uh, There's a um, skateboard podcast that I listen to watch and they had to take a week off uh, for the same kind of reason. Um, so I think people are pretty used to weird stuff happening right now yeah. in 2020. So yes. I'm surprised we made it so long. Quite Honestly, frankly. yeah, we made it three full years without yeah, never yeah. having skipped one, so we were we were overdue. Right, right. Stupid COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is hope in the yeah. future, True. so that's exciting. Um, and we also got some uh, emails or some messages from listeners with topic ideas, right? Yeah. Um, so let's 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 run through one of them. Yeah, so um, this one comes from Francis Cordone, who is um, one of our patrons and our... Has, uh, a, has a podcast, Thousand Exits Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And also uh, does YouTube uh, videos on a regular basis, which are, are good and people should give a, a listen there to. You go. Yeah, I enjoy his vlogs a lot. Content um, creators. Yeah, he's a fellow podcaster. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. um, And I, he, you know, he's not even an Aikido practitioner, but he enjoys thinking about martial arts in general and so um his all of his his podcasts and his stuff are about just martial arts concepts which i really like um so he says um he said this is a topic i have thought about for many years and honestly it's one of the reasons i was so attracted to learning about yuishiba sensei many years ago the topic is protecting the opponent 
which can be interpreted in fact at many levels. Even though my martial arts practice itself does not embody this, in fact, quite the opposite, for me, my practice is more of a science of body mechanics to know myself. When it comes to society and life protection, I have always felt in my heart a strange love for my opponent. I always felt a tremendous desire to protect them that I couldn't explain. When I read about O-sensei, this was incredibly attractive to me, sorry, when I read, the concept that to protect life requires more skill than to harm it, and this I can clearly see and an overwhelming desire to be strong enough to protect all life. It's not intellectual, it just happens, and it makes me feel connected to O-sensei, but I also don't know that I understand him well since I do not practice Aikido. So basically his topic question is about the idea of protecting the opponent and... um, That's a good one because I think that's one of those things that uh, is in Aikido and maybe doesn't get talked about, but it's definitely one of those things like that that we tout as one of our, um, you, you know, one of the benefits of, uh, of Aikido is like, yeah, you can do this thing and not have to harm anyone. Right. Um, now, I think that what people mean by that is actually different than what they actually, like, the reality of what that is is different than what people think it is. But um, it is something that, I mean, I, in, I, in the mythos of yeah, I think of, I think just stating that that's a goal is is in and of itself something interesting. You know, like Francis said that um, you know uh, in his martial art, it's quite the opposite. And I think most martial arts are like that, where it's the opposite. The, you know, the, I want to destroy someone and kill them as quickly as possible. I want to finish this person off as quickly as possible. So um, it, it is interesting that Aikido even even pays lip service to the idea that. It's, it's very interesting, and actually this was a topic idea that I was going to, uh, a similar topic idea that I was going to pitch, which is the idea of Aikido as nonviolence. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had heard someone was talking about nonviolence, and it was on NPR, which is like the, if you're not in the United States, it's like our national public radio. But um, And they were talking with someone who does uh, studies nonviolence, and they were talking about all the different forms of nonviolence. And, you know mostly for us nonviolence is like uh, protests and marches or whatever but mm-hmm. that there are other types and that there is actually uh there is a power that that can be gained from non nonviolence um and i think this falls into that same thing you know uh in that that's how that's how you do it right, right. that's right. how you protect your opponent is through not nonviolence not fighting I think that's different than what people think. Right, right. I think it's a it's a complex and, and a good good thing to get into actually on this podcast. Um, I mean, I think that you know, I mean, I've heard this from a lot of really good grapplers that it's like, well, if you want to learn to deal with someone and not hurt them, you should learn to grapple because grappling gives you the greatest myriad of ability when it comes to that, you know? So for example, if I study a striking art that's about punching and kicking people um, and they attack me, then I have to smash them until they quit, you know? And and that inherently does a lot of damage. Whereas if I'm a good grappler, I can just grab them, pull them down, and maybe they get no injury. Right, yeah. 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 Um, And so it's interesting to think about. But um, if you extrapolate that out and you think about Aikido as what it is, which is like an energetic art, um, then that's taking it to another level. There's no physical interaction at at all. So obviously there's no, um, there's not even a risk of harm 
to e- e- either party. Right. And, and the actualization of that's really, really difficult. There's also a lot of people in the Aikido community who say, well, not a lot. I'm going to say there is a loud minority in the Aikido community that says that, you know, that that's all BS post-war stuff, that um, he never thought that at all. And that that was just what he did to sell Aikido. And, you know, some people even say he didn't really say that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're wrong. Um, But but, there's a group of people in Aikido community saying that, you know. So there's a lot of interesting things to talk about. I think maybe one of the most obvious, and we've talked about this in the past, reasons, and this is maybe a less fun reason, but is that maybe not why we came up or whoever started saying that Aikido was about not hurting your opponent. But the reason that we still use it a lot is because it's um, nice to tell a kid's mom. You know what I mean? It sells it well to people who are wary of the idea that they might hurt someone. You know what I mean? And also there's something to be said, and he made the point about this, about the, the, the idea of the skill level, that it takes more skill to be. And I think this is the thing that we, we as uh, people who do Aikido love to do, which is like, I could kick your ass, but I choose not to. Right. Right. I have this, I have a skill level that is so high that I could destroy you. But I, my skill level allows me to do something else. Right. You know, um, and I think that's really attractive to people to be able to yeah. say that, like, I have such power that I can choose. You can do whatever you want to me, but I choose to be sort of benevolent and let you let right. you live your life without right. harm. Yeah, that's a it's a real you annoying know. group of people in the Aikido community. <laughs> I was gonna you say, know, like, it makes me really. It cringe but a lot. Am I wrong? No, no you're not no, wrong. You're, exactly you're right. right. I mean, yeah. There's there's a ton of you. I can think of several groups right now who that's their main points, you know. Right. Um, and those people who that's their main point generally have never been in physical conflict at all. Um, because if you have been in serious physical conflict, you realize that like skill is like Aikido doesn't own the, the like trademark on high skill nothing owns that trademark right like right. yeah the monopoly yeah and so like um you know someone can be skilled in anything so if you're a super good aikido guy and there's another guy who's super good at something he's at the very least going to challenge you right you know and and once you're challenged you can't have that lofty approach because when you're challenged you're just doing whatever you can possibly do to survive you know because that other person's as good as you are um, and so, you know, I can go into lots of reasons why that's absolutely a false statement. Um, most of it actually having to do with the fact of the incapability of most Aikido practitioners in a real world situation. But beyond that, it's just, it's not possible. No, no one could have a, like, our skill is so right. superior that, you well, know. Well, especially, I, I feel like, so there, there, uh, there is a set of skills that allow you to do this thing, right? Um. But truthfully, we don't look at any of them. Like Aikido people don't do them. So even if even if you were to say that uh, you know we have skills that allow us to do this, cool, you're not doing them. Right. The skills that you're doing are skills uh, to hurt and destroy. You know. Right. That's exactly right. Also. So. It's a it's 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 just a hugely complex thing, and and I'm having a hard time talking about it without like. Just being an asshole, honestly. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. You can be. I mean, because the truth is, you know, 
so I think it's magnificent that in our philosophy is this idea that we don't want to hurt other people. And I think if people would embrace that, um, they would see more of the truth of Aikido because when you can actualize that, like it's possible to actualize that. And when I say that, I know young Aikidoka, if there's any on the planet anymore, um, they hear that and they're like, they're like, oh, he's saying that, you know, you can get, there's, there's these secret skills that you can use and, and then you can dominate everyone. No, 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 not at all. You don't focus on dominating. You have a different mindset entirely and it's different than other martial arts systems. But if you, if you can switch to that and if you can embrace that idea of not hurting someone else, then you can see how Aikido really does play out, you know? It's interesting because in some ways I feel like if, if that really were the the focus, um, and if we it, and if what you were saying is like you really are trying to actualize that, um, then we would be forced to rethink the way that we do and train, um, and I think maybe the the art would be better for it. Yeah, there's still this leftover long period of like from the eighties, seventies, eighties, where it's like there are secret techniques there are secret things and once these secret things are enacted then no one could resist these secret abilities yeah it's, it's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit you know it's some some kung fu tv stuff you know and so um uh, and i'm talking about like the david carradine show but <laughs> but like the, it's just Look it up. Google it's, it. it's just nonsense and so like when you realize that that doesn't exist that there is no such thing as that like there is a such thing as technology and that's like you know it, it, better weapons like you know a firearm gives you an awful lot of ability but but we're not we're looking at only these sacred unarmed skills you know um when, when you start to realize that you're like well then you can't have this fantasy of aikido that you do which is like oh it teaches these special things you know i just with think so many people that are that are into the idea of aikido being non-violent it's about some kind of power trip you know it's about being on some kind of moral high ground or about on some kind of like skill high ground of like, I'm so much more skilled than you. I'm so much more powerful than you that I don't need to right. hurt there's you. Still, there's still, or, that, that, power to, there's still right, that power. Right. There's still that dynamic to it um, of, of control or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. That's different than it's about true... It, even though they're saying like even though the message that they're attempting to send is like look at the kind of guy i am i'm choosing not to hurt you i'm a like a good person um i'm so powerful but i'm good because i'm not going to hurt my opponent um there's still this like i'm the winner kind of mentality right right, right. well like, and there's still always the subtext of like i'm not going to but i could right, right. there's right. always right. that yes right. there's always yes. that subtext that's underneath it um th that i think you know, can't can't really exist if your true goal is um, to not to not do that thing. You know. Yeah. Um, because that's, I mean, truthfully, ultimately, there is a moment where uh, where you may need to do that. And this is actually, if we were talking about the idea of nonviolence. It, uh, I wonder if, at a certain point, if you do, if you do choose to hurt someone, are you then not no longer doing aikido? I mean, are you no longer doing aikido? I mean, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you mm -hmm. then stepped out of the the art uh, or the the thing that we're studying? When so, for instance, I'm I'm trying my best to do 
um, to not injure the other person. But at a, at a, a certain point, I realize like, well, if I don't, I am going to die. And so I choose to do something else. Uh, and, and I injure that person. Have I then stepped outside of Aikido? And I would argue, yes. I would, you know, even if I'm maybe doing some kind of Aikido technique or whatever, I would argue that, like, I have I have stepped outside of the thing that we, we have been trying to do. Does well, I mean, sense? so, yeah, I mean, like, so, you know, if someone's chasing you and you're trying to get away and, and then you shoot him, the guy who's trying to get you, um, is that outside of, of Aikido? Right. Yes. I mean, yes, I would I would say so. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because, like, to me, you know, and, like, this is the thing, and, like, uh, the people who are really into this trip of, like, you know, oh, Aikido is powerful, um, those people like to say stuff, you know, like, Yoshiba was not a pacifist. And I think that's true. I don't think the guy was a pacifist. And I don't think he was really about nonviolence. Um, like, uh, you, you have to break apart that word and what that word means. And so, like, when you say violence uh, colloquially, we just kind of go, it means attacking or fighting or, or uh, you know, a violent act is any kind of, like, fighting or forceful thing. But violence just means an explosive act, like just something that happens violently, right? So something, uh, everything's cool, and then, boom, something happens. That's a violent action. And so, like, I certainly don't think he was about non-violence, um, and I certainly don't think he was a pacifist. I think he had ideas that there should be protectors in the world who can protect people, and he said as much many times. Um, and, and I don't want to make this about, you know, his philosophy, but, but to me, in line with what I Aikido is, is that like, you know, if I'm doing my absolute best to uh, defend myself and you will not let me, you get to such a point that I have to use some kind of terrible force to, to, to stop you, I don't think that's outside of Aikido. I think it's in line with Aikido. But the Aikido is like the whole progression up to that. I mean, to me, you can't look at that isolated event and say, oh, that's decided what, what Aikido was or not. You know, like I shot someone. Does, was that Aikido or not? I can't say. Tell me how it happened. Let's talk about how it played out. Why did that happen? You know, it's it's there's a lot involved in that to me. But wouldn't you say that that's out? Like if we're looking at, if we go back and look at the system of Aikido and the strategies and blah, 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 that's at the, the very far end of it right, right like but still, possibly at the end like possibly at the very end moving into something else yeah but that is still within aikido in my opinion i mean it's still it is at the end of aikido i agree but um it is still within aikido to me i mean i think i don't know to me what aikido is about is looking at the full range of possibilities of things right. that you can do when you're in conflict and i think that i don't know this is all conjecture but like perhaps the idea that Ueshiba had was looking at a bunch of other martial arts and going, what else could you do though? What are they not positing? Like what other kinds right. of answers could you have that other martial arts aren't addressing and or other systems, you know? And I think that Aikido is meant to fill out those different options. And so like, I don't think it's a matter of like, if something is or isn't Aikido in a whole situation, it's were you looking at all the options? Because if you were refusing to look at certain options for ego reasons or for um, other silly bullshit reasons, then you're not doing Aikido because you're not looking at the whole picture. And I think Aikido right. is about looking at the whole picture and, and choosing what is truly fitting for the time, for the moment. And and hopefully with the with a nod towards or with the idea of um, creating peace as quickly as possible and hurting the least amount of people. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it's about. Like, 
if if the hurting the least amount of people means hurting one person, then so be it, you um, know? So where do you think this idea uh, uh, came from? Is it is it from the the techniques? I mean, I think, uh, so look, um, I'm going to say how I feel about <laughs> this. And this is just how I feel about this. And so I'm not, I'm not uh, claiming any kind of historical uh, correctness or anything. But I, I really believe that where it came from is honestly secondary to its, um, its dominance within the Aikido world. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I mean by that is like, look, some people will say, oh, it came from Kishimaru Yoshiba. Oh, it came from Osensei. Oh, it came after, it came post-war. Oh, it actually was in there pre We could argue all day about that. But the truth is the idea that draws people into Aikido Part of it is, it is thing, this yeah. nonviolence thing. And so it's like, where does it come from? Well, I mean, I would argue that it comes directly from Osensei, and I can point to a few radio interviews where he said things as much, and I can point to some other interviews he's had where he said as much. Um, and people could argue like, oh, but, you know, post-war, uh, he was still harboring fugitive. You know, th- th- it could go on and on. We could make all kinds of character assassinations and, and uh, deifications of this guy. But who cares? Because the truth is, there's a martial art called Aikido, and a lot of the people who practice it say, hey, it's about not hurting people and, and coming to peaceful resolutions. And the world latched on to that idea, yeah. and they love it. So, and I'm asking the question because I think that, like, some of this, I think there might be a, there, there is a sort of confusion in how this all plays out, though. Um, and so I'm thinking about, like, a, you know, some of the, the techniques that we use and how people think that, like, oh, they're designed to... Um, to not harm people, right? Like, mm-hmm. although there are other people who say you can rip people's arms off, but whatever, they're designed to not harm people. Um, but the but the truth is, it's like no, that's not that's not the design of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. It's not that they're designed to not harm people. They're designed to keep people from harming you. And in that, there are these. These things that happen, the 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 benefit. Right. Do, you, do you see right. what I'm saying? I, I like I, saying. I, I, I feel like maybe the not harming someone is a byproduct, uh, byproduct yeah. of the other thing, which is like I just want I just want my autonomy, and by getting and by uh, being able to operate with my autonomy, um, I I am not going to hurt. You. I mean, it, it's kind of built in. Yeah. Right. right? As opposed to me choosing to not hurt someone. Right. And I think that's a distinction that needs to be made. Like there's a difference between choosing to not hurt someone and and wanting to be autonomous. And Aikido for me, me is always about me maintaining my space, my autonomy, my blah, 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 not hurt you kind of kind of be damned. And I know that's different than the thing I just said a little while ago about hurting someone. But you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, so I, I think there's a spectrum here that, like, maybe we got to kind of hash out before we can talk too much about it. Like, so there are those in Aikido who believe the techniques are purpose built not to cause damage to another person. Okay, so we can come back and talk about that. But that's one kind of person. Okay, then there are people who believe philosophically we do not want to hurt the other person. Um, and a lot of those people actually, maybe say 50-50, of the, those group that say philosophically Aikido doesn't want to hurt people, half of those guys say that like 
Aikido has the most deadly, awesomest, pain-breaking, dominating techniques mm-hmm. ever, and uh, we just choose not to Maybe use them. Know. Right. And, and the other half are, are and it's probably like, you know, kind of the, the branch we're in, which is like, no, the, the way we use Aikido is what makes it do mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. know, like the, the, the usage of this idea, the systematic mm-hmm. approach, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so let's go back to the first one because I think this is the one, this is like the most juvenile um, and myopic way to look at it. And it, it's the one that honestly irritates me a lot. There's this idea that Aikido techniques are purpose built not to hurt someone. So you can't hurt people. Okay. Now at the same time, these same people who are thinking this um, show demonstrations of people being thrown giant far through the air and um, and and like f- dropping down in front of someone and someone going headfirst into the mat and situations where only someone who's trained to fall could possibly not get hurt. I was going to say, why do we spend so much time learning how to roll and take falls safely if it's meant to not hurt anyone and right. you can't get you can't hurt people with right, it you know right, what i mean right right so so i mean that's a, it's a big big oversight on that group but let, let's say still say they're like oh that's why there's ikyo and all these things because you know um the worst thing that would happen is a broken wrist or you know like so this 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 kind of stuff um there is a little truth there's a little truth to that and it's that in training of aikido many things have been removed from the training of aikido so the students who are training aikido in the dojo don't hurt each other very much and and this is like how we do pins like a lot of the ways we do pins are not as joint endangering as their predecessors from jiu-jitsu were um and now they can be ramped back up in a, in a half a second to to be that same exact pin but it's not for the street situation, it's for the dojo when you have a bunch of 15-year-olds slamming each other around and they're less likely to hurt each other, right? And so that is, and, and you could say the same of like any like sport martial art, like judo or something, same thing where it's like um, they removed throws from judo because they endangered legs or they endangered necks or they endangered arms or something, right? So so the, there is the, that kernel of truth that it's like, yes, some of the techniques have been watered down or whatever you want to call it. So that way in training... Um, uh, you don't get hurt, but but there is no such thing as as a, a technique for a violent situation that can't hurt someone, right? That, that you know is a hundred percent safe I mean, all the time. If you're going at full speed, you could trip over your own feet. Yes, you know, by yourself. Like so, there's always like there's never going to be a hundred percent like a safe technique for someone right. if you're in a difficult situation, right? Which right. I feel like people don't think about. But that's how it's the that's how it's sold. That that is you know, a lot of times. I, I, how I do a, I do that. That's the pain compliance. You know, it's pain, but I'm not hurting you. Right, right, right. You know, which you know, and that's where I think we get the other side of it, where people are like, "Well, that stuff is stupid," because I would just, you know, punch you in the face or whatever. Right, right. Um, which, which they're right. And but but the, that side of it doesn't isn't realizing like, what the techniques are even therefore and so that's that's my my other point is like i think some of this is like people aren't not understanding what the techniques are even about you know right right so um, so i'd say there's that and i think it's i think we just clarified like why those techniques that that way of looking at like you're not hurting that's got these purpose-built techniques to not hurt someone um that's not true and then there's the philosophical side and I think there's probably two big branches off of that. And one big branch says Aikido is totally deadly, technically deadly, but we choose not to because we are nice guys. 
And then there's the other branch that says um, the way we implement what we do is designed to keep people from getting hurt for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and uh, man, I, it's interesting because I, uh, I know where I fall on that category, but I also don't. I don't also think it necessarily fits with my own uh, philosophy. Um, you know, because it's like the, again, I go back to like the, the ultimate goal is um, my autonomy. Um, and it's like, uh, and in and, and sort of keeping that at an energetic uh, at an energetic space as long as possible, and that's what keeps people safe. Right. It's not the. It's not that I choose, you know, and I'm choosing that because that's the best choice for me to make to keep myself safe. Right. So it really has nothing to do with keeping the other person safe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at least I don't per- like. So when I think about it, I don't. I necessarily think that like. Oh, I'm I I care about keeping the other person safe. I don't. I care about keeping myself safe. The way that I am doing that has the benefit of keeping the other person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, that's. I mean. And I think that's yeah. a. I definitely. Th- I I do not think that there's some sort of special s- skill that like I would ever choose. You know, oh, I could kill you now, but I'm not going to. I just think that's stupid. I just think people are overestimating their ability to make those kinds of choices in the moment. And I feel like all the people who make that assertion of like, well, Aikido, um, it stays on the, you know, the moral high ground of like not hurting people. And, um, well, I wouldn't choose to do that. Or it's like, shut the fuck up. Sorry, I'm pissed off. Like, it's just like, how and I'm I'm saying this as a person who also has not been in like a physical conflict before in life. Like, realize that you don't actually know what that's like, and so you have no idea what the fuck you would actually do if someone really did attack you in life. You know, you would just be trying to save your own life. You know, and I feel like most people, you know, most people have not don't have that experience enough to really develop what the fuck they would do in a difficult situation where there's a lot happening they're not going to be some kind of superhero i really think it's like they you know main character syndrome they think that they're gonna you know be superman or something and it's like no you probably aren't though and so it just makes me roll my eyes when people put themselves in that kind of on that kind of pedestal of like um well oh aikido is for this thing like how do you know how would you know because your teacher told you and his teacher told him like like it just it doesn't make any sense to me and so i mean i i I do i i see that point which is like um look it's all we're training in a dojo so it's all best guess scenario until it happens right even if you've Uh, been in a million exchanges every exchange is a new event right you know like you can't you can't know that. But I, I do think from a systemic, like fr- from the system standpoint, um, it is definitely less likely to cause harm yeah. than any, <laughs> than, uh, I don't know if any other, but all, any other martial art I can think of. Right. And that's to me. Just I mean, from the standpoint of like what we're trying to do and how we're trying to do it. 
And that's the most reasonable reading of Aikido being like, quote unquote, nonviolent or something, which I don't necessarily think it's nonviolent, but like, it is like adverse to not conflict, but like adverse to struggle. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, like the whole point is to um, not fight, to to pull yourself out or to 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 remove yourself from a, a struggling physical conflict kind and, of situation. And by doing that, right, you, you, you are protecting yourself and and another person. And another, yeah. Right, and that 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 makes sense to me. That seems the most reasonable read of that. And it's just I think all of the other stuff is like people have way too much time on their hands i mean you know we sit here as we <laughs> but, are sitting talking about aikido for hour for an hour like, but also it is good pr you know oh, like i mean yeah. it really is a good like from a bit like from a selling stand like a branding standpoint what a fucking awesome brand like what a what a really amazing like branding that is especially as we live in such a peaceful society you know? that's what that's you know you get the best of both worlds. You get to say you do a martial art, which is like inherently kind of awesome. And you also get to say, yeah, but like I'm learning how to be like a really peaceful person and like not hurt anybody. And, you know, like that is kind of desirable, yeah. you know? The, the problem with that, like, uh, you know, I, I'm really anti this idea of like carrying forth that we're like these super badass tough guys. Yeah. Because the truth is what that ends up doing is leaving the martial art with nothing but a bunch of teethless people who think they're awesome you right, know like right. yeah because you get all these people who are never been challenged in their entire life and and they're drawn to this martial art and, and they they have no real ability but they're convinced that they do and so it makes our martial art weaker and weaker like i think it's much better to say hey aikido's limitations are this and this and like it's really great for children to learn to defend themselves weak people whatever whatever kind of people have normally would have a hard physical time defending themselves aikido's great and not because you're super awesome but because it teaches you a systematic approach to keep yourself out of harm's way for as long as humanly possible and then recommends the highest percentage things if you can't stay out of harm's way right and then on top of that you have people who are like, well, that's not enough for me. Okay, cool. Then you'll also box in your dojo or you do mm -hmm. some Brazilian yeah, Jiu-Jitsu yeah, yeah. or you do some whatever other stuff you want to do in your school. Yeah. I, I'm. It's funny. I'm just thinking about Francis's like, you know, everything that he brought up and how it's, he's always been very attracted to the idea of, of protecting the person that's attacking him and letting go of Aikido for a second. I really relate to that because I think... He mentioned in another part of his question, I didn't read just because it was a little bit long, but um, he was talking about how in his past he did, has experienced people attacking him in the street and people attacking him with knives and syringes and, I don't know, he made it sound like maybe he's like worked with different kinds of people before. Um, but it really made me think a lot about like, yeah, like I can think of, because I've, I've worked in situations with people who are really vulnerable and also really angry and potentially could lash out. Um, but those are exactly the kind of people that you also really feel for and you wouldn't want to punch them in the face if at all possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like that, I see exactly what he's saying, which is that like, if you are a person who's thought a lot about conflict and about the kind of people that create conflict and, and what's going on with them, that like, those are the kind of people that you probably really, the last thing you want to do is really hurt them because that's not what they need. Like in the larger sense of the world, those are people that need to be cared for, you know what I mean? Right. And need, you know, to be protected as much as anybody else, you know? And so it's like, I see what he's bringing up with like the, you know, 
and, and I hope and I wish that that's like what the what people gravitate towards in Aikido but I'm afraid that instead you know it's people wanting to do Aikido to be on some kind of moral high ground you know what I mean I don't even know if it's moral they just want to be superior like, right yeah they that, just want to be superior right. right and they want but their superior superiority complex is through um oh I don't hurt people because that you know my yeah that way they get to be superior in every way not only are they physically superior and technically superior but they're also uh the nicest best right right you know like it's a bunch of bullshit i mean right but i but i but i'm saying is like i think there are a lot of people out there that are attracted to that idea because of a very genuine good reason which is that they give a shit about people and they don't want to hurt them if at all possible you know i've worked with many emts and firefighters and all kinds of guys who that's exactly their purpose you know it's like oh how do i handle someone and not hurt them yeah, absolutely. And I think that there is a lot to be gotten out of Aikido for for those people. You know what I mean? Sure. But 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 more from a from a humble human and genuine way instead of that like an unrealistic thing of like I'm never going to hurt these people right. because I think that's like naive to think that you're in a, a violent situation that someone might not get that like, you could possibly have control over no one getting hurt. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like. I think it's more like a sense of like I want to sabotage. I'm not sabotage. I want to um, to take advantage of as much as possible to keep as many people as possible from getting hurt. But I understand that maybe someone will, you know, rather than going like I'm going to make sure no one gets hurt. I'm going to swoop in and save the day. Like I feel like anybody that's like you know EMTs and paramedics and stuff. Like those are the kind of people that understand that like shit's difficult yeah and i'm gonna do my best to to help out rather than make the situation worse you right, know what i mean right right yeah i mean so let's let's talk for a little bit about how we solve this problem then um because i think it's it's sound i mean honestly like you know when i started doing aikido i didn't really care about i mean like i honestly i started aikido because i wanted to be a badass and it was like oh well this is some you do some sweet techniques that no one else knows how to do you know and it's through a long process that i had to have it beaten out of my head that that's what's going on but i mean i think the way we answer that 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 question in in our dojo is is really robust i think it's a it's a really good way to look at it and and that's simply that there's a systematic approach that aikido uses that prolongs the amount of time that someone would have until something happens that they get hurt right like i put a lot of uh unnecessary words in there but but what i'm saying is like so aikido you know the first step of making aiki is uh kokyu and so that's to make sure that you're in the right frame of mind and to train yourself to be in that right frame of mind and that right frame of mind is to logically and rationally look at things and figure out what's going on you know to be able to take a breath and not act out of some kind of uh passion or or crazy feelings that happen all of a sudden and so we're operating from that space and that's the first stage and that's a great stage to be in to keep yourself from hurting someone else because instead of just lashing out at them you're trying to be in a, in a calm state and you you are um, uh, fostering this calmness through uh, an ability to pay attention to what's going on around you and that's this idea of masubi which is the second step and that idea is to understand what's going on around you and what the other people want and what you want and how we can make a harmonious interaction out of that, right? So how do we make uh, something come out nicely? And so we do that by understanding them and understanding us. And so here again, we're not talking about hurting anyone. We're talking about making something work for both of us. And then the uh, uh, I keep or the, sorry, the uh, awase, which is the, the awase means I, so it means to fit together. So actually then how do I fit what you want and what I want in a way that 
that fits, doesn't struggle or dominate, but works nicely together. And then after that's done, how do I um, have Zanshin, which is to uh, continue to pay attention and be be um, vigilant, so that that bad situation doesn't happen again, you know. And when you look at what Aiki is trying to do, those four steps, which is what making Aiki is, there is nothing in there that's about beating the hell out of someone, right? Yeah. Now it might happen in the the Awase part that that someone does get hurt. But that's not the goal. The goal is to make as beneficial of a resolution for all of us as possible. That's what we mean by fit. Right. Um, and so that's what I keep well, to do. And if you look at it from a, like a physical stand, like a yeah, physical standpoint, when we're actually talking about physical bodies interacting, the ideal Aiki interaction doesn't ever get, doesn't ever move to physical zero contact. There's, there's no physical contact. There's no, and so obviously no one's. There, there is no, there's no, po- there's no possibility there for someone to right. ever because if it is done correctly, there's no, there's no physical interact. There's nothing. Ha- right. It's, it's an energetic. I mean, I suppose there could be some mental damage or something. I don't know. But the the point being, like, so so, it is designed. Aikido is by its very design, um, allows you to not harm someone else. But again, I would think, I would say, that's the that's that second, you know, that's that's a byproduct of uh, of the thing rather than a um, direct like a, a direct goal. Yeah, I personally would say that. I don't, uh, you know, maybe. I mean, it's interesting that you say that, and I think I know what you mean. But but at the same time, it's like. The idea of it is to create a harmonious interaction. Like, I mean, that is the very essence of what it is. And so, like, it's not a byproduct. It is the goal. You know, it is the goal of it. Right. I mean, I understand I mean, what you're yeah. saying, which is like, yeah. by you just trying to be as safe as you can be for you, then no one else is going to get hurt, right? No one's going to get hurt. You're sure, not going to get right, hurt. Right. They're not going to get hurt. And so it is a byproduct that but the person's safe. But, yeah, if you take it. Saying that, you're also taking it back a step further. I study the the thing to absolutely make sure no one gets hurt. Like, I am actively participating in that no one gets hurt. So, and and man, yeah, because that's even like, uh, that's even like looking at it even, uh, even further down into the before or or ahead of the, the thing. You know, right, right, right. Before right. the interaction, before even the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like how it's like, yeah. However far back you go, um, yeah. Hmm. Interest. Yeah. I kind of, I don't know. I kind of feel like it doesn't matter so much directly whether or not we hurt the other person or not, but it's more like, um, like we're trying to restore peace. And, and peace is like this weird concept, but like, um, like if peace is a like still lake that's mm-hmm. you know flat, the water's totally calm, um, then you know a violent interaction or something is splashing and ripples, you know, continuing. And so there's multiple ways, you know, for that to stop. And one of those ways is um, for someone to get hurt, and then 
the interaction is over or another way is for someone to, for us to go away from each other or another way is for us to shake hands and say i'm sorry you know there's multiple ways mm-hmm. for that to play out um and and my real only goal is for that to for the lake to go back to being placid you know what mm-hmm. i mean and and the only thing that i really ever have control over is myself mm-hmm. and so preferably obviously i would like to not end up the one being hurt mm-hmm. so that's of course you know, a, a selfish desire. And we'll I say. think that's where, I mean, where, I think this is what Josh and I were just, that's yeah, where I, that's, you know, this is, sorry, it's been working in my own head, like how I yeah. think about it. You yeah. Know? But I mean, I think, I think that's right. And, and to me, it's like, but when you are taking that approach, the very approach you're taking is to keep anyone from getting hurt. You right. Know, and I, I think that is the ideal by, is like a, 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 to, to not cause more ripples, I'd rather not have someone have permanent damage to them because that causes ripples in the world as in now they have an injury, now they sure, have to sure, deal with sure. whatever, right? So obviously I'd rather not that happen, but if it's an easier end is to, you know, to have them go away from me and I, I need to create space and they end up getting punched in the face because of it, then it is what it is. You know right, what I mean? Right, if that right, right. If that causes a quicker end to the interaction and we quicker return to being apart from each other and not having this violent interaction, then right. so be it. Let, let me wax poetic for a second. So I, <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to say some weird shit, and I don't know if this will make sense to anyone else, but I've been drinking. So um, so let's say, you know, uh, we're the keepers of a lake that we want to be calm, like you were saying, and, and a duck comes and he splashes on the lake, right? Yeah. Okay, now, as keepers of the lake, our job is to keep that lake from having ripples on it. But this duck is out there causing trouble. Right. Okay, now one quick way to to take care of that duck is to shoot that son of a bitch, right? right? right. So the duck lands on the water, you boom, shoot, yep, yeah, and, right. and then yeah. that's it, right? That's it. Okay. But now its body's polluting the lake. Sure, okay, and then I get on my boat and I go scoop it out. All right, uh, let's not go that. Let me, let's follow back here. Uh, let's follow on this. Uh, but that would be a simple way is just to get right. rid of right. the shoot duck. The, shoot the just, duck, right? Right. Just, yes. All right, now, the second I endeavor to learn anything beyond shooting the duck, mm-hmm. I have practiced protecting the duck. Uh-huh, okay, yeah. So so you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like You're saying, and this is kind of what Josh saying, too, that it's a byproduct that... Um, that the other person doesn't get hurt. All I want is I don't get hurt. And and the best way to do that is, in fact, generally to protect the other person. But once I learn a series of events that's about anything besides destroying the other person, I have begun to take on a practice that's about protecting the duck. So I want the water. That's my ultimate goal. Water be calm. But the second I learn a second method... Of taking care of that duck, I, I now I now practice That's the art of head. protecting ducks. That's my head exploding right now. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I exactly see what you're saying. Like, I mean, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Boom. It's like the. I don't know. I mean, I guess That's that. Re- I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with how you're thinking about it. I I just. Are you protecting the duck? If you're choosing to take other methods. But anything other than, yes, anything other than destroying the duck is protecting the duck. Yeah, I guess so. Because we know one solution that'll work guaranteed. I shoot the duck every time. Duck lands, shoot it. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. And so that's what I mean by like, you know, I see what you're saying, but I don't believe it's a byproduct because we're studying a system that teaches us a systematic way to do that. So it's not just 
one way. There's and, a bunch of right, ways. Right. But here's the complicator to me is like in the very simple situation that we're talking about with the lake and the duck, like we're assuming that you have the capability and the power to immediately kill that duck on sight. The difference is in the world when we're all different people operating in the right. world. And, 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 and I know that, that it's a metaphor, so it's limited. But but what makes it more complicated for me in life is that, like, um, you may or may not have the power to immediately end the situation but like that. that. Doesn't, but that doesn't matter. Because uh, if you're studying an art that that trains that your assumption is that you can't you know what i'm saying so if i if i'm studying boxing uh-huh. to right so that's me trying to destroy the duck if i'm studying whether you win or not doesn't if matter. i'm studying anything any whether i can do it or not that's my goal now he may go to shoot that duck and he may never be able to shoot the duck because he sucks as a marksman right. or whatever right Mm-hmm. So, but that still is the best method. Like, if I could use that method, right? right? So, like the whether or not that method is, whether or not you can do that is not the point, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, and so I see what you're saying, and I and this is the what I was sort of struggling with. Although I think I made it work now in my mind, which is like, yeah, if you're doing anything that is other than working to destroy it, you're working to protect it. Yeah. I mean, I think what's beautiful about Aikido is, man, so many things converge at the same point, which is also what you're saying is true, which is, look, if you're a weak person, do not have the ability to destroy someone, Aikido is a great system to study, right? right? So, like, all those things are true, and they converge in one point, which is this martial art of Aikido, which is why it's cool. Right, right. And I think, I mean, this goes back to things that we've said many times, which is it's for those people that have very little other experience and it's their entryway into that world. And there's also the yes. the people that are super, super experienced at everything and it's their finisher. Yes. And I think that's Either one's that valid. convergence point. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, this was one of those uh, like mind working episodes where Good. it was like, oh man. Because I don't think I've ever really thought about it at, at, at all. Like, I don't think I've ever sat down before and thought, like, about Aikido as a, you know, not hurting people, you know? Like, because I don't, I mean, to me, it's I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, I personally don't care. You know, like, I know that, I know that I'm not trying to, I know that I'm not trying to hurt people as part of it. Um, but it's not particularly. But it, but it doesn't matter, but it doesn't, that's not. It doesn't matter. So I've never thought about it because it doesn't. It's it. It doesn't affect the way that I train. You know, maybe if I were at a different school, that would be different. But the, you know, the way that we train and the things that we do, it doesn't really matter. Um, so I'd never really given it any thought. It's one of those things for me that, like, you know, I, I especially early on, I just kind of always shined it. People would say that, and I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 I'm learning how to hurt people, whatever. But um, as I started to, like, put the nuts and bolts together of Aikido, it was like, oh, and that is true. Right. Like, that is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, it's been kind of an opposite journey, which is maybe why I sounded a little bit callous on this podcast, is because for me, I always started as, like, you know, a very peace, peace and, and, peace and yeah. love well, little kid, right. you know, and, like... N- not that I th- think I think my core is still very much that, but it, it, I've been exploring a lot more like what does it mean to have very strong boundaries and to care a little more about myself first right. before giving everything to everyone else and not saving any for me. You know what right. I mean? And so that's my own right. little journey. Um, but 
I think I maybe have put that onto Aikido a little right. more, and that's, you know, very different from how I used to see it. So well, and I think it's different too if you come in at depending on where you come in at it and where what you what you have. If you're a big guy, you're strong. You can do a lot of stuff. You're gonna see things a, a little different. And I think for me, like I'm I'm small. I've always just sort of been like, yeah, this is what I'm doing because it's. I re- I realized quickly like this is the the thing that works more than anything right like right because I'm not going to be able to fight like fight and quote my way out of things because I'm 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 a small dude like um so you know those things aren't just those things aren't going to work against people who are bigger than me whatever so this is what I'm going to do so it's always just been like sort of uh, inherent in what I you know um. And and the other part just sort of tailed along with that, right? So I never had to give it any thought because it's like, well, it's just what we, it's what I do. All right, well, I think that was Ooh, a good man. one. Yeah, We're, that was uh, fifty-two minutes here, so that's plenty yeah. of podcasts. Wow. So I really appreciate this this uh, this topic. It was a, a give me. I'll probably even go home and think about it some more. Yeah, my brain's still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be next week. We're going to be like, God dang it. It's more just the logic, regardless of the, the, whatever, the morality of it, but the logic of like, if you are not destroying something, then you are protecting it. Like logically, I'm not sure if that works out in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I would say it that way. It's just you're endeavoring to learn something other than destroying. So you're, you're endeavoring to learn something other than the most efficient way to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. the most efficient way. Kill something else. That's efficient. Right. Um, now I want to endeavor to learn something that's not killing something else. Right. Then I'm inherently learning about protecting something else because right. I'm ignoring the right. one efficiency. Yeah. And also, you know, it's efficient, but it's also hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very difficult thing to right. do, um, to to shoot a duck or whatever, you know. Right. Especially if maybe I don't have a gun right. or yeah. like <laughs> Real you know, challenging. like yeah. there may be. And so it's like yes, the most efficient way to stop that thing is to get rid of it, just to dominate it and get rid of it. But for any number of reasons, I may not be able to do that. Right. Well, that's the thing so is like then, like like there's lots of other reasons why you might not want to kill the duck such as that like if the duck's in the middle of the lake and this is stretching the metaphor but if the duck's in the middle of the lake then getting it to fly away would be a lot easier than having to fish its dead body out of the water you know what i mean now that's created extra work for you and but, so I mean, like, once it's dead it's not making ripples anymore i mean it's right but i mean dead. you're still if you're the keeper of the lake let's say then you have to still deal with that situation <laughs> you know what i mean so you, you you've still you've now got to get on the lake and create ripples yourself by dealing you know what i mean so right. like what i'm saying is like protecting its life maybe isn't the only reason why you wouldn't kill it like right. if there is an actual, it takes longer but still easier, and that you go, hey duck, get off the right. lake, and it gets I, off the lake, then like but, you know what I mean. But what he's saying is like all of that is uh, requires a skill that is other than killing it. Yes, I mean I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just if that inherently means that you care about the duck, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean I just I don't want to kill the duck. 
And not wanting to kill the duck doesn't necessarily mean that you that don't you care, care about, about it. Well, okay. Or I, don't care about it. You know what okay. I'm saying? I thought like, you were making the, the the thing that if you don't kill the duck, that means you inherently care about it. No, I don't want to kill the duck. I mean, for whatever okay. reason. Got it. Okay. Well, that that I mean that's there's lots of reasons why you might yeah because protecting kill a duck. and I mean and I think this is I mean I don't know yeah we're we're adding stuff on this but you know <laughs> like to be wanting to protect something or wanting to not hurt somebody doesn't necessarily mean you don't care about them you know or that you do care about them. you know right. what i'm saying yeah that's so what like, I, I could not want to hurt you and hate you oh yeah i mean there's tons of police officers who protect you people know? all the time so. and don't care or anything about right. the people right. they're taking you know like, right yeah I mean, that sounds and, cold and vice versa it, but like, yes. yeah right yeah yeah there's people who Can hurt people to... all the time they don't really care that they're right. hurting and right. they just want right. their that's thing, their job you, know? so you yeah. kind of have to like pull some some stuff right but i mean that's the thing is like we assume that all these things are intertangled that like you have some inherent care for people if you you know are don't want to hurt someone or that means if you don't want to hurt one person that means that you're a nonviolent person or that wanting peace means that you're nonviolent or that being a pacifist means that you want peace you know what i mean or whatever right. like those are all things that are so intertangled that's really difficult to, to to pull them apart right i mean you know? which is why i think you need to make simple you know that like that's why i drew a ridiculous analogy right. because or metaphor because it's like well let's look at just this one issue and let's talk about yeah. why this one issue would be you know yeah yeah but then we got to talk about fishing the duck out of the water <laughs> right. well yeah. <laughs> and yes it would be easier to just poison the duck everyone knows just throw that's the long game. Just eradicate ducks before they can get on that's the That's right. That's right. <laughs> It'd be much easier just to uh, oil the eggs or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Now that's now that's oh, duck genocide. That's the thing that happens. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I know. Some Stick people, around with Josh now. I'll we'll teach you about. Well, ducks. no. So I know some people that they live in uh, a graded community uh, where there's ducks and geese and stuff, and uh, when they have. Uh, the eggs out then uh, foxes and other stuff kind of come into the thing and so they don't like that like they don't like having and so they uh, some some of the people mm-hmm. they'll uh, uh, oil or they'll put stuff on the eggs to kill the eggs to make sure that nothing will come get them wow genocide yeah welcome to IQ to discuss where we talk about right. protecting ducks and <laughs> all right Let's go ahead and thank our patrons. Okay. <laughs> um, so thank you so much to our patrons for hanging in there with us. For They've made it so that we sound awesome tonight. Yes. Yeah. With these new I've actually, microphones. I've learned something else while we we're going to oh. buy something else. Oh, okay. oh no. <laughs> we need one more, one more thing? At least one more okay. thing, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we bought some new equipment that hopefully will make us sound better. Um, and these are the people who make it the, possible. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, thank you so much to Jeremy, Felix Otto, Nick Bowman, Brad V, Yarrow Crazy for Spiders Madrona, right. The Hatchet Man, That's Brooke right. Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone. Thanks for the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marchin Schiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones. Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. Jeez. Hey, you know who else has a cool name? Tommy Siv. Every time I hear that's a great name. And yeah. like I don't know if that's his real name or that's just the name he goes by, but that's yeah, a that's sweet a sounding name. name. 
Yeah. Tommy Siv. Tommy Siv. Yeah. Dude, if I my name were Tommy Siv, I'd I be the coolest like, guy. I feel I know. like all of those names. Every time They're I hear all cool, of them, yeah. I'm like sentient said like all of them. Yeah. I love them. I'm like, man, y'all have much better names than me. I think it's just that you start to hear them so much that you're like, I like that one. I like, I like that you one, yeah. like it just it grows near to your heart because yeah. you've hear, heard it so often. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like people don't wouldn't don't wouldn't say that about my name necessarily. Maybe I'm wrong. Joshua T? No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> That's C? <laughs> no offense. I'm not taken. I'm just, no. yeah. Yeah, no, no, I mean, uh, same here. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's envying my hyphenated ass right. name. They don't have time for all that. No. Um, tip of the week. Um, well, for one thing, this is not a tip at all, but have a happy holidays, guys. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, um, good, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're going to have more episodes before the holidays. But. Well, I mean, you know. We are in the middle We're, of Yule right now. We right. started Yule. Yule. This yes. is the first day of Yule. The, Happy is it? Yule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 12 days yes. of Christmas. Make sure yeah. to get your log. Yeah. What's yeah. The, uh, I hope you guys have gathered your log. What's your, the first day of Christmas? What do I get? A partridge in uh, a pear tree. Partridge in a pear tree. That's right. That's right. I was like, I don't know. Whiskey? That's apparently what we had tonight. <laughs> no, I get a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> That's a better song. That's first probably, day yeah. of Christmas. Yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. First day of Christmas, aren't you looking at me? Whiskey. Whiskey. I like it, actually. I like um, it. No, I think, uh, is there any tips that you would give, like, right around now? Because I, I would assume that a lot of, of, of uh, dojos maybe are, are, I mean, obviously this whole year has been kind of weird yeah, and, like, yeah, whatever. Sure. But a lot of dojos are probably shutting down for a little bit of time over the holidays and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are there any tips to kind of keep people... Uh, keep people going through through the holidays, or keep people until you know the things reopen. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's nice personally for people to just take some time off. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. know, especially if you're training hard all the time, take some time off. And then I used to always be like so happy, you know, like right. like oh, we're going back to it. All right. Yeah. There's like a new fresh excitedness about the dojo when you come back in right. January. Right. You know. Yeah, I would say also too, like uh, the holidays can be really contentious for some people or very um, stressful or not a good time. So, you know, um, just try and blend with it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just just blend with it, man. Just blend with it. No, I get what I'm saying. No, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, that's not a joke. Like, yeah. Your your uncle, Mm -hmm. your crazy uncle. Yeah, if you're going to Christmas Weird. gatherings, then take your own car so you can leave when you want. Oh, that's a good advice. That's <laughs> solid advice. If you live in the United States, and especially in uh, California, and especially in the Central Valley of California, don't. Just don't. Go. Well, you have a very valid excuse this year. Yeah, right. yeah. Avoid so. your family, and uh, you got a good excuse. Um all right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. This was a really fun episode. Thank you. And maybe it's just, you know, the heart goes fonder because we were away. Yes. Maybe that's what it was. But I feel like this was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.